Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in. Hello, everyone. Thank you all so much for being here for another exciting Twitter Spaces here on the Near Twitter. Uh, we have an amazing space lined up for today. We are joined by some folks from the Near Foundation BD team, as well as an amazing team building on Near Rogue Studio. You might have heard of them, uh, where they're going to dive into building multi-chain gaming, uh, some of the amazing stuff they've been doing on Near. Uh, so without further ado, I'll go ahead and uh, let the Rogues team introduce themselves, and then uh, we'll follow that off by having the BD team introduce themselves, and we'll dive, dive right into it. Hello, everyone. Hi. Um, so I'm Anna, and I'm co-founder and CEO of Rogues. And uh, at Rogues, we are a, a gaming studio redefining social gaming in Web3 and beyond. Uh, we are creating a suite of games and experiences that are um, designed to onboard the Web2 and Web2 and Web3 players. Um, and they're all around the post-apocalyptic world, the world of rogues um so i'm sure we'll dive in into uh into it in a bit more detail in a second plato evolved is my co-founder and i'll let him introduce himself as well hey i'm morgan or aka plato evolved i'm a cto and general um programmer of all things in uh, rogue studio um, being a game developer for over 20 years um, and being into Web3 and smart contracts and full stack and all that sort of stuff for quite a few years now. So, uh, yeah, and uh, looking forward to getting into it and uh, telling everyone what we're up to. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh... I don't know if you guys listened in a few weeks ago, but we also have that on. Uh, but really excited to kind of see what they're, you know, been updating as well as what's uh, what's coming up next. Uh, so you have Mark here. Uh, I lead gaming uh, BD here at Near Foundation, um, and and that really you know relates to all partnerships and, and and you know related within the gaming vertical. But again, you know, here we're we're really excited today, and I think uh, yeah. So with me here is also uh, Alexi. Uh, you want to give a quick intro as well? Oh, yes, yes. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I'm helping Mark at Near Foundation with gaming. What we are doing is we are trying to develop the whole ecosystem around gaming and make Near one of the premier and major gaming chains in Web3. Uh, and we are doing it through game partnerships, tooling, infrastructure, and go-to-market. And really excited about these spaces because Rogue Studio is one of the, uh, in my opinion, is one of the best games that we have right now. And uh, really interesting to hear about the developments and roadmap, some alpha, and all the goodies, all the goodies. All the goodies, love that. So, yeah, why don't we uh, start off? Um, 
uh, would you guys please uh, maybe get some background on, on Rogues itself, you know, maybe uh, the game, the IP, kind of the, the concept. And I know you guys have been very, very active, you know, in, in socials right now. And I'm, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm, you know, looking at, at game tests and I see you guys everywhere. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of the viewers already know, but yeah, maybe it's a new uh, reminder on that one. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Mark and Alexei. Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's start from the beginning. Uh, yes, we have been doing a lot and really, really right now it's a huge development phase. Uh, so both Morgan and I are constantly working, which you can probably hear in our voices a little bit today. Uh, we have been working on, you know, quite a lot this week. So what is Rogue Studio, right? Um, so our mission is really to accelerate the adoption of Web3 gaming. Uh, we're actually targeting the billions of gamers by creating easy onboarding, uh, which is which is to come, uh, easy onboarding to new and unique gaming experiences that redefine the genre. Um, so our team consists of um, essentially we, the professionals, uh, more than, we have more than uh, 40 years of experience as founders, the two of us. Um, but essentially, Morgan is a game developer with... Uh, quite a lot of experience and um, a lot of track records in uh, game, develop game development. So his previous game had 1.4 million downloads. Um, he also had has more than 100K students in game development as well. So uh, essentially what we're building is a social gaming ecosystem of games. Uh, further down the line, we're also building an educational arm as well as as um, a B2B tool to allow game developers to create social games themselves. But this is coming further down the line. So right now we are very focused on our first flagship game called Word of Rogues, uh, which is already live and playable on the near mainnet, essentially uh, on the near uh, chain. So with Word of Rogues, we started by uh, being on Polygon initially, and um, since April this year, we uh, we are multi-chain. So we launched on Near in April. Uh, we had a really straightforward launch and really quick and rocket a rocket style launch of launching on the game, doing a free mint where people could actually play in the game immediately. So they they uh, claimed their NFT in the game. So it wasn't really minting. It was more like go in, grab your NFT and you can start playing. Um, so since then, we sold out our Rogue's Genesis collection on year. Um, that's uh, 1,111 NFTs. So that's um, that's been sold out. And we have those NFTs playable in the game. So World of Rogue, Rogues is a post-apocalyptic social MMORPG with the full game economy, uh, like gathering resources, crafting, uh, fishing, PvP is coming, uh, and questing is coming as well. Uh, so think World of Warcraft um, meets, uh, meets uh, quite a social experience. Um, yeah, so... Um, Although I would say we're redefining the genre with this, right? So we, we haven't got like a, a specific game that we're mimicking or anything like that. And this is one of our focuses here is our quirky and unique gaming experiences that um, is quite original. And the game mechanics are, um, of course, they're there to be fun first. 
and anything else second, right? So they're there to, to it's a game first versus being a Web3 native uh, game, right? However, we do love Web3 and we've integrated some mechanics that are, um, that are very common in Web3 as well. So I don't want to say Web 2.5, but I, all that I can say is in a way we're bridging the gap a little bit between Web2 and Web3. So, yeah, I, I suppose that that's a good overview at this point. I don't know, Morgan, if you had anything to add about the game? Um, no, just to point out that it's a very social game. Um, we open uh, twice a day at the moment um, because we really focus on everyone being together. We stream um, to YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook every single day. Um, usually me and Anna or, or me or Anna are, are in um, with our community and we, um, we're we all rebuilding. Season one is, uh, we'll probably go into it in a bit more detail, but season one is rebu rebuilding Volpgard. So all the community are working together to um, build up the, uh, the main city of um, the World of Rogues. Awesome. Yeah, no, uh, lo love the intro. And, and it really, you know, a lot of things jumped out at me when you guys highlighted that, right? I think, you know, a few points, you guys really went on board more, you know, traditional gamers with the easy onboarding. You guys are not mimicking any other, you know, certain games. So it, it's, it's really kind of more the innovation and kind of really testing from that standpoint. So I think that's kind of the fun part that I really, what I really like about you guys and, and really focus on the fun first, right? And if we wanted to, you know, just for, I guess, my future knowledge as well as, you know, currently. So what, uh, you know, what would you say are the current Web3 elements in terms of, you know, how you guys are utilizing the chain as well as kind of what you guys expect in the future? Uh, I would love to kind of know a little bit of background on that. Yeah, I can start and then Morgan maybe can can continue from here. But um, definitely there is quite a few Web3 elements that we've uh, already implemented and uh, are yet to implement as well, some others. And for example, uh, of course, the NFT avatars, the foxes, are um, already playable. So they're playable in full body. So those are NFTs. Um, we have also in-game NFTs that are um, essentially your tools, your weapons, your armor, your fishing rods, right? All of these are in-game NFTs that are um, essentially to be used. So uh, a player can equip those items and uh, do whatever they need to do, right? For example, for the fishing rods, they fish fish, fish with it, etc. So um, this this incorporation of in-game in items as NFTs essentially allow allows players to uh, essentially uh, own them as well as if if they want, they can trade, etc. They can they can sell. Um, it's up to them really. Um, but what I really like is some uh, more uh, newer ideas that we've had and some ideas that we're yet to release, but they're on the roadmap, um, such as, for example, just this week, we launched our loot box, which means uh, when you do certain tasks, you have an extremely rare chance to win a loot box. Now, in that loot box, um, you can get some rare NFTs from there 
which eventually, right now it's a bit of a manual process that we do this uh, ourselves, but eventually um, players will be able to get those NFTs in that loot box to be transferred automatically to their wallet, right? So it's really nice. You open the box, you don't know what to expect, right? And you get those NFTs to your wallet directly. Um, so that's really I really love that it's a Web3 mechanic. Um, of course, we are uh, gearing ourselves up to open more of a token-based economy, but that is coming uh, later in the year, um, more likely actually early next year. Um, so in there, of course, we'll have um, more of a token-based approach. Uh, but so far, yeah, I think the implementation of in-game um, NFTs have been has been a really great way to um, to incentivize players and to make the experience more Web3. And you can really see the value of having those NFTs as well. I have a question about NFTs, uh, specifically on Near. Are those NFTs, from technical standpoint, are all in the same contract and you just uh, have a bunch of items fish for example and loot boxes all under the same collection so people can trade it or different items are actually different collections yeah so that's a great question um so as anna mentioned we started on polygon and we actually have two contracts on polygon we have the genesis foxes and the game items. On Nier, we have um, the Foxes as well. Um, so we have a Nier contract for that. Um, but the game item contract on Nier um, isn't there yet. Um, so we are waiting for some work to be done on the multi-token standard in Nier. Um, so there's, I know there's a few people working on that. And um, we're really looking forward to um, getting our game items also in the Nier ecosystem. In the interim, what we're actually doing, which is pretty exciting, and um, I think this benefits both chains um, because we are sort of multi-chain. We, we, we are both Polygon and Near, and we support both of them equally, um, is that we're um, giving the ability to uh, essentially merge an account to sort of say, right, I, I own, because most of our holders actually are both on Polygon and Near. Um, and we brought a lot of people from Polygon over to Near, and their experience actually was very good. They were very, almost everyone said that actually creating a Near wallet and getting Near foxes and everything, um, they really loved that experience. It was very easy compared to um, what they had to go through with Polygon. And, um, you know, so that onboarding was great. And um, I know quite a few people that just just use their near foxes now because it's just it's just easier for them. But combining the two accounts so that they can um, basically use their near foxes, um, but wear their polygon game items as an interim solution until we until we get our game items on near as well. Got it. And. I guess in terms of the, you know, what in terms of the future aspect, is it mainly kind of the just utilization of uh, NFTs as well as um, kind of for the foxes, for the avatars, as well as kind of the in-game items? Or, or do you expect, you know, other, um, you know, Web3 points of, I don't know, um, on-chain transactions for any time it's minted or like, you know, while it's in-game or, you know, kind of how will that work out with the gameplay? 
Yeah, definitely. We we want to um, we want to integrate uh, you know essentially a market system directly into the game, right? Because um, you know. <laughs> People are wandering around wearing call out gear, call outfits, ha- having a cool rod. Um, Anna likes to show off her very rare rod, a uh, fishing rod that she's got, and it, it, you know everybody w- wanders up to her and asks how she gets that, you know, and and um, you know. So at that point, that's the point where you want to trade your items, right? You you want to basically say, look, you know, um, make an off. Can I make an offer on that? cool item that you're wearing and so that's that's um you know uh something that we've got our eye on and uh want to implement in the game um as soon as we can yeah uh, i saw that comment i think um anna was just i guess fish using utilizing the fishing rod going back and forth and saying is this a bug because because you know uh, she wasn't actually i guess near the pond or anything like that so i i, I think i remember that comment during the gameplay so that that's great. So, you know, I, I own a few boxes as well. Um, and, you know, really excited to actually play with it and have, um, in my mind, one of the, the rare ones as well. Um, and really excited to kind of see how that works out. I wish there was a little bit more time in terms of, um, I know you guys said there's like two times that you guys currently can play in the day. And I think, because uh, I'm located in Asia, so it might be a little bit diff- difficult on, on one of them. Um, so I guess my next question is, is really, uh, how do you guys see yourself in terms of comparing to, I guess, to, to other just web three games, right. And, and kind of historically on, on the play to earn and things like that. Um, I think this is a pretty general question, but just would love to see how, how you guys think and position yourself differently and, and why you think, you know, this would, you know, work or, or, or how, you know, why, why that, that there's just more opportunity here than, you know, focusing on something that maybe a, a game type that previously already was successful. I think that's a great question. Um, really, really spot on. So I don't think that there is anything, any equivalent to what we're doing right now. Okay. I might be wrong, right? Uh, do send us uh, some examples if you see something that's very close to us in what we do. We are different. Okay. Um, why we think we're, we're successful. So so one of the things that we, we're doing is we actually struggle to put words to it in marketing speak, but we call it something like gaming as a service, right? So it's an extremely social experience where players come in, play together, and also uh, share this experience uh, together. Like you've probably, like Mark, you've seen our streams um, on tw- on Twitter. There is no, we're not hiding anything, right? Uh, even the bugs that I find, I'm happy to share with the world that yes, there is a bug there. That's absolute transparency and absolutely absolute bi- building in public. So they're very transparent in that respect, Morgan and I. But what we've identified is that there is a niche and there is, I think we think that there is a demand for a community, for a true gaming community. And I'm not talking NFT community. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking purely gaming community in Web3. And I feel that that hasn't quite been done yet. So I think Morgan and I will really think that we're onto something by actually not just doing the game, for players to play on their own, but actually create the environment, create the community to play together. Um, and I think this is this is the key. Um, everything else is important, of course. Gameplay is important, but also getting that dynamic to work 
uh, successfully, it's actually it's also quite harder than people think, right? And I think that's why many of the games in Web3 haven't yet tried to attempt this. So the normal process has been around, yes, I'm going to create a game, I'm going to launch it. Oh, so and the next day it's like, well, yeah, where were all the users? So we're building from the ground up. And one, some of the comments that I hear constantly uh, from our community is something like, yeah, um, I've, I've been watching Rogues for a while. You know, they've really re gone up, right? They've really uh, developed so much since I started to observe them, since I joined the community. And this is really what I think... Uh, we are pretty unique and pretty rare to see. In Web3, sadly, what we saw is the opposite. We saw uh, huge launches, right, and then dropouts. Uh, we never had that big spike. And I'm absolutely happy to say this because we're really going up only, but because we are, we're building from the ground up. And creating this gaming community um, is really key. And I think... Yeah, the, the, this is really the 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 thing that um, we're on offering. It's more than game itself. It's a true gaming community. No, uh, I I love that answer um, because I, I I do see that. You know, I, I see that in your guys's interactions in, in terms with within Twitter, within Discord, um, within kind of the whole experience of how you guys are putting things together. And obviously, we we all know Anna. You wanted to show off your your fishing rod which is why you did that bug but realistically uh but just always really impressed with uh kind of that that focus right and so i believe um alexia i think you had a question you wanted to ask in terms of players uh, yes uh, since i believe you guys have two game sessions per day right now and previously i know that we had better tests with community and right now i'm really curious What's the size of the core OG hardcore community uh, and how many players usually are on the sessions? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's obviously the couple of elements there, right? Um, so so uh, for sure we have uh, obviously a few thousands. I think sixteen k on Twitter. In Discord, I think we have more than four thousand people. Um, and yeah, hi Kyle, <laughs> I can see a few foxes in there. Um, so definitely we've 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 definitely have a, a core base. And one interesting fact is that um, we have a lot of people that are. Um, may have not been active for a while, but they keep returning, right? So I keep seeing that, that um, not everyone, because I think one of the elements here is that we're not necessarily targeting the typical NFT degen crowd. We're seeing people that are less, uh, how can I say, spending a little bit less time chatting, but when it comes to playing, they are playing, right? And I, I started to see this pattern more, that chatting is less than play, playing. And I suppose that that makes sense because we are um, a gamer community. So um, definitely, we are, like I said, we are we're starting small. We have uh, even implemented this system where we're allowing certain people in the game first um, and that is because we uh, we are still uh, a bootstrap team so it's it's about the game development resources um, so but essentially what we have is a few a few hundred holders um, and I would say around uh, 
most of them at that at that point are allow allow listed to play, or at least most of them that have expressed the desire to play, etc. Um, and yeah, we've got uh, we've got daily active users that are growing, um, and yeah, they're less than hundred, I can say, but it that figure is is growing uh, by the day. You know, we're we're tracking analytics, and um, one thing is that we also have above average, uh, above uh, industry standard retention as well. Uh, so depends how you look at it. Uh, you, Mark, may know, but retention in games uh, are, is normally quite low, uh, depending on what you look at it, but free to play, 5-10%. Our retention is generally uh, at, at least double than that. Depends how you look at it again, but um, essentially uh, around the 18 to 20% mark is our retention, which is, I think, really, really good metric. That's great. So, yeah, maybe before moving on into kind of what you guys have, you know, kind of achieved in the last few months and what's next, um, we'd love to see. So on these two, um, you know, gameplays a day, can you maybe describe kind of the, the, the overall experiences? Because I can say today when I logged in and, and, and it was just so easy, right? Utilizing the near wallet, you go in, you know, you know, seeing my three boxes on there and then you kind of you can, you can click in. Um, but maybe you can say kind of... Uh, highlighting kind of how long the gameplay is and then kind of what activity is currently like what's going on, right? Is it the more of the social aspect that, that the chatting or, you know, kind of creating and kind of, you know, earning experience and things like that. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if we don't have, um, if we have anyone from the community that wants to explain because uh, sometimes it's better, right? Than, than us, we're too close to it. But if, if anyone wants to jump in the stage, perhaps Kyle, I see Cam Crypto in there, guys, if you want to jump in and, and add something and you know, feel free. But um, yeah, from my perspective, um, I can I can tell you, uh, from a founder's perspective, um, or maybe maybe Morgan, you want to take this? I don't know. Yeah, definitely, I can take it. Um, so, yeah, you log in as like like Mark says, it's um, very simple to uh, log in with your either your near wallet or your Polygon wallet, um, and then you've just got to make sure that you uh, can make one of the two time slots. Uh, we are talking about opening up a third time slot which will be a little bit more sort of US friendly. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Um, and then we basically got, um, when we started the season, season one, um, uh, what was it, about a couple, couple of months ago now, um, the <laughs> Vault Guard was just rocks and uh, trees. And so there was nothing there and you only had um, one area, which was, um, which was just basically quite quite bare. All you had was rocks and trees to cut down. And um, so every day people have been cutting down trees, um, farming rocks and everything. And globally, as a co-op, cooperative, people have been um, uh, essentially using these resources to slowly build Vault Guard um, to uh, a bustling city. So um, we've opened up a new area, which is uh, called the Commons. And so now people can go there and they can um, uh, chop down trees, uh, rocks. Uh, there's flax now in the Commons. And again, everybody is pitching in together to um, rebuild Vault Guard. 
And um, when you've uh, done all that, then everyone crashes out by the lake and does a little bit of fishing. And everybody then jointly complains about how many boots and shoes they're pulling out of the lake. So, um, and there's a lot of sitting or standing around and uh, um, complaining about that. That's awesome. I love the uh, more of the, like the social aspect and, and, and really kind of going into another world, right? Like, like uh, you're, you're kind of all in this together and, and kind of like this building and, and, and living and, and kind of evolving. So, um, yeah, next we really wanted to see kind of what you guys uh, have, have coming um, as well as kind of maybe if you want to highlight kind of some achievements in, in the past few, few weeks or months. Yeah, that's great. So, um, well, we've got uh, quite a few achievements. Um, so let me start with uh, specifically achievements on year, um, right? So we sold out the NFT collection, uh, I think, at the beginning of July. Uh, we are actually keep continuing to be one of the trending collections. So there's still uh, quite a lot of traffic there. Um, we've done a lot of collaborations in the near ecosystem. Um, quite the, so we have actually our our foxes are stakeable on Jump DeFi. Uh, we've got really quite a lot of collaborations with Shizu Community, uh, Boneyard Gaming, Play MMC. I mean, many, many. I shouldn't have listed them because I'll miss many. Um, so yeah, quite a lot of collaborations there. Um, so in the in July we released uh, quite a few things. Let me actually get my my list here. Uh, but essentially, we uh, we released phishing. We unlocked the Vogard Commons. Uh, we did a, a free mint. Uh, Morgan's Morgan's avatar there is is one one of uh, one of the rogue pepens that were minted as re in response to the O pepen uh, trend on Twitter. So these were given to all of our holders for free. More recently, we just released the loot box. So uh, that's pretty cool. That's that's something that people can get every single day now if they are lucky enough. And we are now working on fishing tournaments, which is coming next week. So next Tuesday, players would be able to uh, compete from next Tuesday onwards uh, for, for prizes by fishing. So these will be very much timed events in the game happening twice a week. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. We will also be releasing uh, streaks in the game. So uh, additional incentivization and additional uh, rewards in the game for players that join in daily. And uh, yeah, we'll be working on the uh, game in items shop page. So having in-game marketplace where you can uh, check your in-game items and um, essentially trade them, buy and sell, etc. So that's coming in the very uh, foreseeable uh, future, essentially in the next couple couple of months. Uh, we're really excited about that. And one of the one another thing is our user experience and UI interface uh, design. 
So that's something that's coming next as well. Um, I will post a video very soon about this, but I redesigned it myself because that's my background. So um, the game is coming, is becoming a more sleeker in that respect with a new more thematic post-apocalyptic user interface. That's also coming in the next one month. And uh, what else, Morgan, what am I missing? Um, worth mentioning the season one rewards because that is what everybody is grinding on the season one leaderboard at the, at the moment for. And uh, I think me, me and perhaps forgot 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 about um, what the uh, second prize was. But you, you've got a good handle on this, Anna. Absolutely. So let me step back. Okay. Um, so the season that we are in now at, at word of rogues is season one. Uh, so in there players that fulfill the quests that are given by the various NPCs, uh, get to compete on the quest leaderboard. So the season is actually supposed to end around end of September. We haven't released an official date, but roughly it will be about this time. And um, so the top players on the leaderboard, which is already visible in game, so you, you, you can check where you are in the game, uh, but the top players would receive uh, the following rewards. So there will be uh, the RGS token rewards uh, when we launch our token for the top 30. So there will be a bit of that for the top 30 players. Top 20 get a right to buy land NFT in the game. So that's something that's uh, also planned further down the line in the next six months. But a lot of players are super excited about that because they'll have uh, their unique land and house. More specifically, house is very important to say. Um, that house will be in Vobgard, so fairly central in the main area of the play right now. So NP players will be able to customize it as they wish in a very quirky post-apocalyptic style. Uh, and then the number one reward of the season is something not monetary, right? It's actually something very personal and very gamery. And is that the top 10 players for the season will be able to get their name as, as they wanted, their account name or the near wallet if they want to, inscribed on the statue in Vobgard forever. And I think for me, that's the that's the best thing, right? That you have your name, that you're the OGs and you, you have it there and it will be throughout uh, the future of the game as one of the one of the founders of Vobgard, because the whole season is about rebuilding Vobgard, right? So it's very thematic and it makes a lot of sense further down the line. So we've only unlocked one area, Vobgard. Now we're, rebu we're rebuilding it. So what will happen next? But also, who are the players that have been taking part in the season? They're really the founders. They're the first uh, rogues to ever inhabit the land. And I think, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty awesome that we can involve the community in such a way and uh, document it. Oh, that's amazing. And to be honest, now your community has a lot of competition because I'm myself really hardcore gamer. And if I knew before about the inscription of my wallet or my name forever, now your community will have a lot of competition. <laughs> I'll grind. I'll grind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, Alex. Leave it to the people. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, if you if you join in now, because of course we're thinking about the game mechanics and how fair it is, right? For those that are just joining now. So the next question people would ask is, well, uh, there are already people that are further down the line, right? They have 400 quests on, on the top of the leaderboard. So we've actually decided that for the people joining in now, from now on, from this week onwards, uh, we'll drop them some resources to give them some uh, advantage. It won't be advantage. It will be just instead of a disadvantage, right? To um, to to counter the disadvantage that they're joining in, in late, we're going to drop them 200 woods, uh, rocks, and flax each. So, you know, if you join in now, you are not late to take part in, in, the, in the seasonal rewards. Also, uh, that's amazing. I think for new newcoming people, that's amazing that they at least have some chance, right? They still have to grind a lot, but uh, it's not it's not impossible for them to compete with everyone else who was there much earlier. Uh, I have one really important question: um, How do you guys fight bots? Because in a lot of games, especially Web three games, it's it's a huge problem of botting. And if it makes sense to have bots playing World of Rogues, then how you fight it? Or it doesn't make sense to have bots at all in the game? I think doing, I mean, any, anything's possible, right? So I think it probably is possible to do a bot to play um, World of Rogues, but I think it would be extremely difficult. Um, I, I think a lot of Web3 games suffer because they're a little bit just, they're like, um, they're essentially a DeFi platform um, disguised as a game, a lot of them, right? So it's a lot of menu systems and everything. And so it's fairly easy to bot such um, such a thing, right? But in our game, you're actually a character that's moving around. And so the bot would actually have to be fairly complicated. It would have to figure out all the movement mechanics and everything. And then even then, there's quite a lot of back-end code that's gated. So you've got cooldowns and things like that. So you will never, ever really be that optimized. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we have an advantage over other Web3 games because we're actually a game, right? And uh, so we have a combination of game plus Web3. So it's, it's a tricky thing to bot. That's good to hear. That's actually good to hear because uh, I'll repeat again, that's a huge problem in Web3 space and sounds like you have it under control and this will not be an issue when growing and you, you constantly grow. Uh, I'll be honest, when I came to when I came to Nier, you were the first game I loved and I found, talked to Anna from Discord, in the Discord. It's an amazing experience. I'm part of the community and actually staking my foxes uh, as well. <laughs> and looking forward, uh, looking forward to the development of the game and amazing roadmap that you have, especially with, with the token, right? Um, which I really want to hear more about. Uh, what's, what's the token and how community will will benefit from it. 
Yeah, definitely. So our token pla plans um, are, uh, are really cool. And uh, we have been involving the community from the start, um, right? So from the first day that we launched a while, a while back, we, um, we provided a way for community members to uh, earn. And at the time, we called the, the, the Discord currency that, that we had Foxy Pesos. So the alpha here is that we will uh, we will be renaming the Foxy Pesos into Rogues uh, because essentially Rogues will be the token that will be launching, right? Um, so so the the Rogues token uh, players can already community members can already um, start to start to earn, right? It's not a live token yet. But essentially, uh, we've got a centralized database where we keep the records for everyone. And whatever their score is uh, at token launch, we'll reward our community with the one-to-one -one equivalent uh, for the for the rogues that they've they've come they've gotten offline, right? So whatever they have, they, it will convert at token launch. Um, and there are a few ways in which they can earn rogues uh, right now. So we have the Discord game, uh, which is uh, a channel in Discord. You can check it out. Uh, okay, we have the Zeely quests that we've launched in the past. We will launch one very soon as well, um, another season of that. We've got the bounty model where players and community members can uh, help out and get some rogues in return. Our community managers have done a lot of that over the, over the months and years so um so essentially we've been rewarding them to people that help um in our community and uh perhaps our head of community is also running games on a daily basis on a daily basis where he gives um this this digital currency um in there as well called rogues so how is that part in um, the broader ecosystem? Uh, we actually have our tokenomics in our white paper. Um, I do encourage everyone to check docs.rogues.studio um, because we have we have our whole economy and to tokenomics map on there. So you can see how the game economy utilizes the token a bit better. But what we're thinking about the token is, is going to be beyond the game world of rogues, right? So think about this more of an ecosystem token that would provide uh, utility and incentivization beyond the game. Uh, so it's more like incentive for uh, for the whole community, right, to, to be involved uh, early on. Um, because like like we mentioned earlier, we're building more than, uh, we'll be building more products. So Word of Rogues is going to be our first product, but there will be um, another game, Rogues Education, as well as the platform. So... Um, so yeah, and I don't know, Morgan, if you want to add more on the tokenomics of the specifically for the game. Um, no, I think you covered it well. Um, definitely check out our white paper. Um, probably one thing we haven't mentioned is that um, uh, anyone who owns uh, how many near tokens is it, uh, near foxes? Is it, is it Anna? Uh, I think it's ten. Um, actually gets access, uh, free access to all my courses. I have um, 11 courses on Udemy that teaches um, game development and um, web development. So, um, yeah, there's some pretty cool courses out there and um, you'll get free access to them. 
Yeah, so so you have, let me just outline the utilities of this. So this is obviously for the NFTs itself. Um, so we have bronze for six NFTs, silver for 10, and the gold uh, near holder is 20 NFTs. And we've tried to provide their utility that is, again, beyond the game. Of course, you can play with your fox in the game. So that is number one utility. But in addition, um, for bronze, you have airdrops. Uh, you have access to special channels. Uh, same for silver, as well as uh, a part of a special meeting uh, with us, with the founders, which we call the VIP meeting of the month, every month. Uh, and the gold get, uh, will get some merch vouchers when we launch merchandise later in the year, uh, as well as, like Morgan said, the lifetime access to Morgan's dev courses. Uh, and with 100K students, essentially, he's, he's growing that student base. And we're really thinking of how can we uh, automate the experience so it's more like properly NFT gated so that you can just log in with your wallet and get access to his courses. So at the moment, it's a bit manual. But um, we like like I said, we're working on on that side, and eventually you'll be able to just go in and just get some free game development courses, as well as Morgan's uh, tuition as well. He's very helpful with uh, training as well. <laughs> Love it. So so I, I have two questions um, before I guess maybe we can ask the audience to see if they have any, um, and, and and these might be pretty quick. First is, um, so, you know, while watching the gameplay, I, I did see you guys, you know, kept switching around between all, all the foxes. I guess, you know, how does that work? And, and kind of is, is, is that kind of part of the plan? And I know, I guess, is that, how does, yeah, in the end, it's more of how does that work? And, and I saw kind of Morgan kind of switching between all the different ones and, and assigning and, and looking at the daily aspects. And um, is there like an optimum number of, of, you know, rogue foxes to own so that you can actually play and have a you know, better experience or, or does that matter not matter yeah definitely so it does not matter in the long term it would not matter we haven't designed it in the way so so that it's limiting or disadvantaging people that have one fox only right that's not how we've designed it um however for the first season um, it is a little, it is true that if you have more foxes, you can fulfill more missions, right? More quests just because of the cooldown times. Um, and it's a little bit technical, but essentially, uh, yeah, we've got the reasoning that, uh, we've got certain cooldowns, um, and, uh, maybe Morgan, you can explain this better than me, but essentially it's, it's around, it's around the timed, the timed uh, cooldowns that, um, you need to wait, right, for, for the resources to appear again. And if you have another fox, right, you can just go in and uh, and chop trees or uh, g gather some stone with that new fox. So uh, we understand that it is true that right now when you have a, a bit more foxes, you can do a bit more. It's true, but that's not the long-term strategy. So it's more like, like I said, it's our strategic decision to uh, roll out in such a manner um, the same, it's the same strategic decision while we've timed the game for twice a day. We, we, we do have limited resources right now. We are looking into VC funding that would allow us to scale those development resources. And at that point, we can definitely, yes, open more time slots, you know, until it's fully playable 24-7. Uh, 
and in that way, yes, we can we can roll out in a bit different way. But the game will be free to play, right? Um, it won't be even gated for holders to grow. We will be opening to everyone. Uh, and also we'll be launching uh, onboarding in which players can start to play even by email only, right? Email or social logins. We've actually had this implemented in the back end at some point, but we, we decided to pause it for now until we are ready to um, offer the game to a wider community, to the Web2 players, including, right? Uh, we, at, at that point, anyone will be able to log in and the system will automatically create a wallet, essentially, in the back end. Um, so anyone with just an email. And this is our plan from Web3 gamers to reach the Web2 gamers. Uh, but right now, we've got to be quite careful with the rollouts. Um, so, yeah, and I'm always taking feedback from the community on this. I know that some people said, um, have questioned me about the time slots. Why are there two time slots? Um, hopefully this answers, answers your question. If you have any more questions around this or suggestions for our next time slots that we're going to roll out, uh, just drop in Discord and uh, just write to me directly. I'm happy to answer. Awesome. That. That makes sense. And, and in terms of, I guess, maybe the next parts in terms of uh, like go to market, like, um, you know, are you guys going to be participating or in, in any kind of the conferences coming up or, or things like that? You know, I'm kind of asking for myself here on this one. You know, are, do you guys plan to go to Asia at all for the KBW or token or any, any road trips for you guys? It would be great. Uh, we've we've considered going to to Asia. Maybe that's not immediately in the next two to three months, but hey, uh, I'm looking forward to this invitation to NearCon in November uh, in Lisbon. We can definitely drop on that, drop by on that one. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I assume that would be easy, easier for you guys. You know, I brought it up just because I know you know we're having uh, near APAC in Vietnam coming up uh, in s September. Uh, right after you know Korea Blockchain Week and then right before Token 2049, so that that might be a good opportunity for you guys to demo and display the game as well. Um, but if, if you guys were going to make that trek over to Asia, but if not, NearCon definitely in November uh, in Lisbon. Um, so before we, uh, yeah, I think it, it's about time. Uh, if there's if there's any questions from the audience, uh, feel free to ask. Uh, we would love for you know. I know you guys, the community, are pretty strong. So, and you guys probably have access to Morgan and, you know, Anna. Anyways, uh, plenty of time. You know, while you guys are playing and gaming and chatting, anyways. But yeah, if you guys have any questions here. All right. If not, then I, I, I think this is a uh, this was great. Marcus, do you want to take us home on this? Uh, I, I I think I just added two people, uh, two speakers. I think there are questions. All right. Scarlett, do you want to go ahead or Errol? Can you hear me? Yes. Can I ask my question? Please go ahead. Ambassador play important role every project. Do you hear ambassador program? Yeah, a great question, uh, Errol. I, I wonder if we haven't spoken earlier uh, in a previous AMA. Uh, but yes, yeah, so so we do have uh, 
unwritten program, meaning that um, essentially you, you can you can earn uh, RGS token, Rogue's token, and um, credits for that if you help the community. We're still in the process of writing an official uh, white paper on on the brand on this on the brand ambassadorship program. But if you join in Discord, which is Discord.gg/rogues, and ask our community members, they can tell you on how how you can uh, benefit and kind of get involved and and help out. Thank you for this answer. Scarlett, go ahead. I see you raised the hand. Hi, good evening. Am I audible? Yep, we hear you. Okay, which mechanism do you plan to employ to ensure security of the smart contracts? Your smart contracts. That is my question is for Rox right now. Yes, Morgan. Yeah, I, I, th I think I heard the question talking about auditing of the smart contracts. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So we we just we we have two um, uh, smart contracts on Polygon. Um, they were both audited a while ago, um, and then we have one uh, smart contract on there that was actually provided to us by um, someone else, and I think they ha did an internal audit. So, um, yes, yeah, so, and those are the only smart contracts we have at the moment. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. Ziva, sir, I remember you from last day. I mean, go ahead with your question. Uh, your questions are always good. Yeah, you guys, uh, thank you so much uh, for bringing me up to ask my question. Uh, it has been, uh, you know, an interesting and an educative uh, session so far. Whenever I see, you know, rogues, um, I'm always like, I have just to be there. You know, I'm an active uh, player of your your game, and fortunately, I was introduced uh, to, to, to rogues by, by one of the, you know, the top OGs on there, which is AGT. Uh, I'm definitely sure he's also on the space now. Uh, in fact, I'm uh, a holder of, uh, you know, the rogue genesis. So I, I want to know, like, I have, I'm just curious to know about what the two is going to look like. Like, is it going to, you know, you know going to be a combination of season one with some additional details, or or season two is, you know, going to be is going to come with, you know, a total different package entirely. I'm just curious to know because I'm an active, you know, user of rogues studio thank you I, like i hope you got my questions right yeah so sorry um so the question was what is essentially coming next all right in terms of the game mechanics yeah 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 for season two yeah yeah i also know like it's going to be a combination of uh, the uh, the, 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 the entire thing from season one plus some additional details or it's going to be like a total package entirely okay uh yeah so so if if i understand the question correctly yeah um 
so there is a lot more to come to the world of rogues, right? So um, if, you, if you're playing the game, you're probably asking, like, what is coming next? So the, the Vogard, right, what you, we currently have is, is only the beginning, right? Um, so this is only one of many areas that we'll have in the map as well as very few of many more mechanics, right? So right now we've got a few resources that are ga gathered, uh, a few items to be craftable very soon because crafting is coming next. So imagine that and multiply this by, I don't know, I don't want, don't count me on this, but say 100 times, right? So multiply this and that's really the size of, of everything. So there is a lot to come, right? So there's gonna be way more resources uh, I hope that to explain this correctly, but way more resources uh, that produce way more items, right? And then uh, with those items, then you have whole storylines of questing. So um, this is the, the the vision going forward, right? Um, the, it, it, we're now early stage. It's true that uh, we're yet a lot to build, uh, but we're doing this progressively and steadily upwards, right? Um, so, and I think your second question was around, is that what else, right? Um, and that follows on a previous question around, is it just going to be NFTs or more tokens? So yes, uh, it will be more than NFTs, right? So we will be tokenizing the economy. We can't give super specific details right now because game design is a bit more complex. So everything goes hand in hand. So we can't really uh, give you the details of like, what does the token do exactly, right? But we'll integrate it in the overall game design. So it makes... Uh, a good sense and it balances everything out, right? So uh, the, the the key about game design is to have everything quite fun and enjoyable to play while there is a balance in everything. So it's not too easy or too difficult, right? A game that is too easy or too difficult, either way, is probably not fun to play. So finding this balance of like, okay, how fun, how how difficult is something to do? And final question, uh, I think we missed to, to say that we are also uh, will be releasing rogues on mobile further down the line. Uh, we have we have huge plans for that because we know that the future is mobile. So I know a lot of you specifically globally located uh, prefer mobile usage versus desktop usage. So once we do that, we'll have, we'll have an, uh, an easier access to play. And this will really open uh, a full uh, pos and possibilities of um, new users, of course, as well as new mechanics. Uh, but yes, the mobile version will then feed into the the, the desktop version. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I you know one of the things that I'm so much excited about, you know, is what you just said about reading the mobile version yes. you know this mobile version is going to you know it's going to bring more results but it's going to you know enable you know easy accessibility and you know easy usage of games role so you know this is really uh exciting thank you so much you know for your time and i really look forward you know to everything that is coming up next thank you Thank you. And just to add, thank you so much for this question. And just to add, um, quite a simple and straightforward question that you may have. And you may be wondering, right, why why do I want to, why should I start playing now? Aside from, of course, getting on the statue of Vogard, right? Um, additional benefit for, for playing now would be that 
with the loot box mechanics and with a few other mechanics like the fishing tournament, you'll actually be getting uh, in-game items as rewards. Some of these we're not making more of, right? Remember this. Some of these items, right, like your um, Muertos mask, we're not making more of, which means these items, you know, I shouldn't say anything more, but that's all that I can say. These will be unique NFT items that we won't make more of, and you'll be uh, one of the very few holders that you have them. So think about that benefit and yeah, start playing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. I think we are at time. I see so many more people want to ask questions, but I think um, I'd recommend to go to Discord and ask questions because the team is active and uh, there is hardcore community which is also active and very knowledgeable about the game. And I think we are ready to close off the space and in the future, let's repeat AMA a couple months later to yeah. get feedback on the progress and then further yeah. alpha. It's, uh, let's keep this going. Uh, really enjoy the time, guys. Really appreciate it. And I hope everyone else enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, and thanks for joining. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you for having us. Thanks, everyone.